Alrighty. Hello, hello. I am Lexi. I'm Taylor. And we're going to be doing, I mean, some fun stuff and talking about really fun things <laughs> and heated things and controversial things. Yes. Um, we're going to be talking about the themes of two plays and a musical. Um, the Piano Lesson by August Wilson, Disgrace by Ayad Akhtar, yeah. and Once on this Island, I don't actually know. Um, so the book and lyrics are by Lynn Ahrens, and music is by Stephen Flattery. Liddy City. And we have a special guest. Who will be chiming in from time to time. Hi everyone, my name's Ty. Yes. Hashtag the bold type is together. Love it. All right, ready to get started? Yeah, let's fucking do this. Um, so what we're going to do first is just simply talk about, um, give short synopsis, synopses. Synopsi. Synop, whatever. Whatever. Uh, We're going to be discussing what happens in them. (laughs) Yeah, in, um, all three shows, just to get an idea of what they're about, and then we'll jump into the themes of each show, and then how they all kind of interconnect with each other. Yeah. Lit. Um, so... Which one was written first? I don't know. I think Piano, I think, piano Lesson, right? Yeah, Piano Lesson. Great, take it away. Okay, so Piano Lesson. Well, I feel like I can't do this one justice. This isn't a story about me. I don't know enough about it. Okay, though. well, I'll try to not mess it up. Okay, so Piano Lesson um, is about a black family in Pennsylvania um they this is happening in like the great depression like right afterwards so everybody's poor mm-hmm. af um and especially this family because they are black and like racial discrimination is a thing mm-hmm. um and this family it has the opportunity to like buy this land and like make a name for themselves or whatever in whatever way they are trying to, you know, live the American dream that no longer exists. But um, they'd have to sell the piano that this family owns um, in order to do that. And this piano, we learn the significance of it, is um, it was originally bought by the family's slave owner um and like the wife wanted the slaves that had been sold to buy the piano she wanted them like carved into the piano so the slave aka like their great grandfather or whatever um not only like carved the slave family into it but like their whole history and their whole story and so it's like this piece of ancestry that has been passed down to this family um and then they tried to steal it back from the family um and then somebody died because of it and so now it's like this big thing and they think there's like this ghost haunting the piano trying to keep it there Mm -hmm. um and whatnot and then eventually they decide to um you know, sell the piano, and then the ghost is gone, and they are living their lives afterward. Yeet. 
Um, I also believe, was it Bernice? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it also says something about how she kind of feels like she has to play the piano again. Um, to plea out to her ancestors. Yeah. Um, to calm, like, the aura in the house. Yeah. To make the ghost leave as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely what she does. Her and her daughter are the ones who play the piano. Yeah. In the show. Is that it for that one? Yeah, that's it. Great. Um, for Once on This Island, it's about a girl named Timoon. Um, she... Oh, so many feelings. She, um kind of just appears she's a peasant girl um she appears one night after a crash and the people who find her take her in and raise her or whatever um and she's always felt like she is meant for something bigger and outside of herself and so one night there's a car crash and she saves this man daniel falls in love with him falls in love with him Mm -hmm. tells him like hey I would do anything for you. I'd die for you. You're the one for me. Oh, but what's special about Daniel Taylor? Daniel is, so t- this is kind of set in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Um, so Timoon, she is a person of color, a woman of color. Um, and Daniel is white. He's a white man. Yeah. Um, which is, the thing about, they've made adaptions to this place so that high schools can do it where pause we're gonna talk about that in a second because i have lots of feelings about that okay so anyway yes so daniel's white um and the her family like and the people of her village are like uh yeah we gotta take this guy back to where he belongs he does not belong here he's not meant to be here um so her dad i believe goes out and finds like um his family or his people and is like hey we have your kid, come get him, because mm-hmm. he's here and he's injured. And Timoon is like, um, that's fine, but I'm going with him because he's my man. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Timoon, no, you're young, you don't know anything. And she's like, oh, well, I'm going to do it. So she leaves her village, which she's never done before, to go be with Daniel. She gets there. He's talking about how much he loves her, and they're going to drive away in a car and all of this great stuff. And you're like, oh, he's a good person. Um, it turns out Daniel is supposed to marry this woman, Andrea. Who is white. Yeah, who's also white. And Daniel has, like, a duty to his people where he has to marry this girl. And so he pretty much plays Timoon and is like, sorry, I thought you knew we could never marry, even though I told you all these great things that we could do together. And so, but the ancestors, after Timoon was like, hey, I will give my life for his, her ancestors ancestors are like say less so once daniel was like um yeah we can't be together her ancestors were like well this is what you said so either you kill him or we're taking your life and so timoon um comes into his room right one night with a knife and it's like i'm gonna have to kill you ends up not doing it because she still loves him i think she's stupid let's be honest doesn't do it <laughs> um, so her ancestors are like all right, well, we're going to kill you. So they peacefully drown her, and they turn her into a tree. And I guess later on, another peasant girl and Daniel's son get together, and they play together on Timoon's branches because she's a tree now. And that's their story. Love conquers all. Or whatever. That's BS. Yeah. What else? We'll um, discuss that in a bit. Yeah. Okay. Disgrace. We both have lots of feelings about this show. Yes. Um, so it starts off with this 
up-and-coming lawyer in New York City named Amir, um, and he's changed his last name, which we find out, to hide his real ethnic background, um, which is Muslim. Like, that's, he grew up in the Middle East, or his family grew up in the Middle East and, like, um, immigrated to the U.S., and they were practicing Muslims. He no longer practices, and his wife, the adorable little Emily, um, who is white, um, they live in the Upper East Side, so they're super affluent. She's a artist who like explores Islamic themes in her art because of her muse, her husband Amir. Um, and then Emily, who is like this bleeding heart liberal, mm-hmm. um, hears about this imam who has been imprisoned on charges of like helping terrorist groups and so she's like Amir you got to go help this dude and he's really hesitant about it but eventually he does um and all that kind of stuff and because of that he like gets mentioned in the New York Times and everything and he's like well shoot my career's at stake now because all of this is going on but they have a dinner party sort of thing and like um, Jory, who is a black woman who is also working at the same law firm that he is, brings her um, hubby named Isaac, who is a Jewish art dealer. Um, and <laughs> I'm just laughing because in the plot summary, um, it says, in all, the dinner table assembly includes an ex-Muslim, an African-American, a Jew, and a wasp, dining over the topic of religious faith. So, um, it gets really heated, and, like, they talk about Islam versus Judaism, mm-hmm. um, in, like, the religious texts and racial profiling in September 11th. Um, and all this other stuff. Amir says he's actually proud. Like he, he felt ha- that twinge of pride. Yeah, about September 11th, and like the table, all of the people at the table were like, "Ooh." Yeah, and, and then he tells them that like he doesn't believe in Israel and like that Palestine is in the right, hmm. which obviously would be a topic of contention because Isaac is Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, and so then everybody just like gets super upset about everything because of this um and like feelings are valid Mm -hmm. so um then we find out that emily and isaac so emily amir's wife and isaac jory's husband have been doing each other um and having an affair um and so jory's upset with isaac and amir's upset with emily and then um, Jory and Isaac leave. Um, Emily confesses to Amir. She's like, yeah, I've been sleeping with him. And Amir beats her. Yes, he um, does. And then she leaves him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the very end, when Amir's, like, packing up all of his stuff because, like, the divorce papers are going through... Um, his nephew, who is in fact a practicing Muslim, um, comes in and talks about how the West has disgraced Islam um, and that the Islamic people are going to take it back. Um, and you kind of are left with like, is he going to go 
be a terrorist? Is he going to be a radical? Is he going to be just a normal practicing Muslim? Like, what is happening? Um, and nothing is really tied up at the end, but um, there are lots of questions that come out of it. Yes. God, such a good show. I think that wraps up the synopsis of the three shows. Um, so now we can dissect the yeah, themes of each one. Themes. Yeah, Um, so for piano lesson... There's, like, this theme of, like, ancestry and, like, familial obligation and that kind of stuff. Yeah, like a historical legacy. Yeah. Um, and memory is also a part of the themes. So it says... Um... For once on this island, there are themes of love, racism. I mean, those, the like, the racism kind of comes up in Piano Lesson. Yeah. Just, like, with undertones because of, like, them, number one, being really not good off because of their slave history. And then there's the whole slave story that comes into play and all that kind of stuff. Right, 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 right. Um, and then once on the island, what else? Um, strange politics. Yeah. I guess is also a big one for once on this island. Um, I don't know what else, Ty. Do you think there are any other themes in Once on this Island that we're missing? I think something... Hey, everyone. Um, I think something that uh, Once on this Island really showcases is, like, um, your... uh, the importance of culture in society um, and uh, how there's this ongoing war. We see this in a lot of plays, um, and it extends beyond race, in Once on this Island, it is race. It's the light skins versus the dark skins. But we see it in Romeo and Juliet. And, of course, we see it in West Side Story. And we see this ongoing thing of um, staying uh, loyal to your society your um, and your people. And I think that um, regardless of who uh, we enjoy in Once on this Island, um, there's... Um, a lot of um, stay loyal to us, stay loyal to us, or else, I mean, Spoon dies because yeah. of her lack of loyalty. And she's also um, an idiot. And there's that conflict. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's a, the big yeah. one for once loyalty. on this island, is loyalty. Um, I think that also comes up in Disgrace a little bit yeah. with each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they all have like this loyalty to their people. Um, and the biggest ones we see that in especially are Isaac and Amir, yeah. obviously, and wow. And then there's also, like, that racial tension going on, again, in Disgrace. Um, prejudice. Prejudice. Um, and I feel like there's just this big, like, miscommunication, not, like, not effectively communicating. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Hmm, if you want to explain further. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't think Amir was, like, really prideful that, like, his people were killing people, but, like, his people were, like, being talked about. They were being recognized. Like, there were still some ties. 
that loyalty thing comes into play. And, like, instead of effectively communicating that, he pisses everybody off. And then I think Isaac also has, like, this... I think that's, like, the irony of Amir, though, is, like, him being, like, prideful that his people are being talked about. Yeah. And also how he changed his last name, you know? Yeah, like, like he... this this change of identity. Right. Yeah. So it's... There's definitely irony in his pridefulness and also how he views himself. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get a lot to of pick internalized and racism. Yeah, exactly. He picks and chooses what he wants to be proud of. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. Um, did we touch on all of them? Yeah. What other themes are in Disgrace, though, that you want to chat about? Um, I mean, I think we hit the big ones. Do um, we say that it talk, tackles um, Islamophobia? Oh, yeah. Mm. Islamophobia is a big thing. I think something in Disgrace that is really powerful is intersectionality. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the, the um, culmination of different cultures um, and different factors um, and how someone can be... Um, feel marginalized in some sense, but then also has privilege um, in a different sense. I think um, Amir views, uh, I think Amir touches on a lot of the fact that he feels a certain way. Um, And then of course with the end, he does something that I think to Emily that is very prevalent um, with men doing to women because he holds that privilege. Mm -hmm. Um, And so regardless, uh, I think it's understanding your privilege and understanding where you have, um, where oppression hits and then where privilege hits that I think is really important in that show. Which I also think leads to miscommunication between all of them because all four of them have very Mm -hmm. different backgrounds, very different cultures, very different um, perspectives and views on life and therefore they're having trouble like combining all of them into a peaceful, coherent conversation. And one part of the conversation you could be holding privilege at the top and know everything um, and not be able to feel for what another group is feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and in another group, you are that marginalized group. Exactly. And you do feel weak. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's that totally fits with uh, the miscommunication of the show. I think another thing to touch on, um, not all, but some Muslim men believe that if their women are disobedient, that makes mm-hmm. it accept- acceptable to mm-hmm. hate them. Um and so you find I mean, I think Amir even talks about that yeah, in the show. I'm pretty sure he does. So it's like you find those moments where he he shies he shuns his who he is away, but then mm-hmm. there, there are those moments that he still mm, shows he like, draws on the the negative aspects yeah, of it. Which I think the psychologist in me is very intrigued by that because he represses it so much, mm-hmm. even the good aspects of it, that that's probably why only the negative aspects are shining through. It's because those are times of stress that those come through. Yeah. Um, and so therefore, like, he just kind of screws himself over with that. Like, by repressing everything about his identity, his, uh, uh, his culture, his upbringing, everything like that, yeah. that... Um, it's only in times of stress that those come out. Yeah. Um, and in those times of stress, 
he's seen in his culture, in his upbringing, these reactions. So those are the only things he can pull from. And so there you go. Like that's, it's a fascinating psychological point of view. Um, can I touch on the issues of once on this? Yes, island? let's chat about it because I'm so ready to go in on <laughs> these people. Let's one. start by saying the music is beautiful. Oh my god, it's mm-hmm. gorgeously written. It definitely has like a um like the little mermaid. Yeah, that like Caribbean kind of feel watery. to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Beautifully written. Um but she was dumb. T-Moon was dumb and also like Daniel was awful. Daniel's an awful person. He definitely played her. Um, Also, I just truly don't believe that women should just give up their lives for men, but that's a whole personal (laughs) opinion. I don't know. Whatever. Um, But I I really hate that he knew what his duty was to his people people and still was like, I do believe he loved her. And I think there was a point in... Like, in his own way. Yes. yes. He, and there's a point in the story where his dad is like, yeah, I get that you love her. You know, you're not the only um, white man who's fallen in, lo- fallen in love with a, a peasant girl, but you do have a duty. And I think that conversation and probably another conversation we didn't see those two have kind of made him more... Kind of accept the fate that he has to be with Andrea. Yeah. I just think it's... It's nasty of him, though, because, like, he's like, yeah, I have to marry this girl, but, like, you know, we'll, we'll always have our love between yeah, us. Yeah, we can still be lovers. No, you... I almost said a bad word. He's awful. Yeah, no, he's awful. Um, I don't know how I feel about Andrea, because in the, the song, When We Wed, she definitely sounds much nicer <laughs> than, um, I feel like, the synopsis talks about her, where she's like... Um, they want T-Moon to dance for them to, like, make a mockery out of her mm-hmm. and to make her, like, kind of make a fool out of herself. And T-Moon kills that dance. And that's when T-Moon is like, oh, wait, it's very clear Andrea loves you. You should tell her that, you know, we're going to be together. And that's when Andrea was like, oh, no, T-Moon, like, that's not no, happening, girl. girl. And then Daniel is just, like, a jerk. And he's like, I thought you understood, like, nah. That you're going to be my... Side girl. Where my side piece. Ah. Um, but as we were talking about earlier. Oh, God, yeah. During the synopsis, the show has been adapted for high school um, where it's not, it doesn't have so much to do about the color of your skin anymore. It's about your social class and your um, SES. Um, so instead of being like the light colored the light-skinned people being, like, the rich ones, and then the dark um, complexion having, like, the peasants. It's just, like, whoever you want can be the rich people, and whoever you want can be the peasants, and it's, like, a rich guy can't marry a poor girl. And I'm, like, yes. And also, this originally was about race. There was, like, racial tensions, and so why are you erasing this beautiful story that teaches so many lessons something to keep in mind as well um which i have only, i had only learned this um i had listened to once on this island um before the revival and then the revival definitely sparked my interest in it again mm-hmm. yeah the um, revival was good the revival was great oh, okay. um and featured 
many uh, character, uh, many actors and actresses of color, um, mm-hmm. as well as casted characters all along the gender spectrum. Yeah, so they were yeah. very inclusive. Um, but something to keep in mind is that though this story is beautiful um, in sharing um, a story of a group of people who don't always get their stories shared, mm-hmm. it is written by two white people. That's Both true. of the people are white. Um, and though we as white people have the ability to use our privilege to share knowledge, um, it was there. They adapted the show themselves to fit this new class um, status for white students to do this show. Yeah. And I hate that. I, I don't have a problem with them right I mean they wrote a beautiful story yeah they did but be keep that authentic authenticity of it as it is um we have this some teachers don't agree but don't produce a show if you don't have the cast for it oh god yeah. period um and so I understand like I just don't it just takes away from the themes of the show by changing it from race to social class and I mean it also I guess depends on like what story you're trying to tell like you talk about artistic interpretation a lot while directing and like I mean if you want to tell a story about love and heartbreak and blah 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 blah, like that I guess you could tell it with a peasant girl and a rich guy and also like I don't think that's the point of the story white people have plenty of shows that they can do let why adapt a show we're not going to adapt we're never going to adapt the color purple or we're never going to adapt ragtime to fit a different status because those shows hold so much depth and uh relevancy in the fact that they are people of color that's the importance of it um Mm -hmm. and so taking it out of its context or its original context loses some of that depth and loses some of that relevancy yeah. that makes the show the success that it is. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, so, I don't know. I haven't seen, I guess I could look it up, high schools doing it um, as this new adaption. But... I also don't understand how any of it would make sense without this cultural background because the whole point, it's like this this legend, this myth of these people living in the Caribbean. Do they change the lyrics then? Yes. They'd have to. Because they're talking about, like, they, in those, in, like, the original uh, uh, songs, they're talking about Daniel being this white guy. They're saying, like, he's light, like, this light person, and all of that. They have to. Which is why I think the writers did it, because if somebody else tried to do it, then, like, it wouldn't. Um, work but like I just I'm so confused because the whole story like the whole story of Timun and Daniel is supposed to be like this legend and myth that they're sharing with this little orphan girl or whatever and so when did they adapt it that's a great question I don't know um MTI so for those that don't know Musical Theater International is a website that teachers and educators um, and even professional companies use to access rights um, for shows. Um, And in uh, the Once on This Island adaptation through MTI already says, um, celebrate storytelling with this rousing Calypso-flavored tale of one small girl who finds love in a world of prejudice. 
which makes you still think that it's about the race, but then in the further synopsis and Especially the songs, with like this Calypso right, crap. It's just a about. Calypso that's just the genre. Um, but it is focused on um, rescues a wealthy boy from the other side of the island, Daniel, whom she falls in love with. Yeah. So she's a peasant girl and he's a wealthy boy. I don't like that. I'm looking up Once on This Island Junior and I hate it. It just, yeah, it just takes away from, like, I think the original message. And also, like, it's cultural appropriation. White people don't need to be singing, like, Calypso music that was made in the Caribbean by people of color. That's their music. Like, we can tell our stories with our own music. There's also a point in the song, in the, like, the original or the revival, where for, like, a short period, they're singing all in Creole. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and know. they must have had to take that out, too. I don't know. It just... Pluto has thoughts about it, too. Pluto doesn't like it. Pluto doesn't like it at all. But, yeah, I think you, it's girl. very interesting. Um, we didn't really touch on... Piano lessons. Yeah. Let's chat. What are your what are your thoughts? My thoughts. I don't know. I I mean this is also another story about people of color. Yeah. So but it was written by a person of color. Yeah, so. which is great. Um the representation. I My thoughts about it is just the part where the slave owner's wife preferred the slaves over the piano. Yeah. It's like a, ooh, oh. Um, I think when it comes to the whole topic of slavery, especially during this time and going through being a person of color, just kind of getting out of that um, slavery becoming illegal. Mm-hmm. I use that term very loosely. Yeah. Um, I love freaking slavery. Yeah. Um, I think that it is, it tells a good story about how you kind of overcome um, such things and how I think music is such a way of kind of overcoming a lot of things well yeah and like music is so big in here like not only yeah. do they play the piano like Bernice and her daughter yeah but like all of the men sing and like uh, like the family is very musical yeah um and I know like during uh the times of slavery they the slaves would like sing as they were picking cotton and they yeah. they really found a way to kind of make something of themselves during a time where their identities were definitely being stripped away. Well, yeah, and I think music was their tie to their culture Absolutely. and Absolutely, and they created, they, people of color are so great at just creating something with very little that they're given. God, yeah. And so I think that's definitely what this story really kind of tells, and just about how they Is that really all white kids? It's all white kids. Is this one's on this yeah. island, Junior? Okay. Oh, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording now again. <laughs> oh. Sorry for the interruption. It's my best friend's birthday, and she called me from Georgia because I told her to call me, so that's my fault. But we're just 
picking up where we left off. Oh, maybe there's one person of color in there. Okay, that sounds about right for, like, a junior. A junior version, but, like... Bye, Ty. Bye, friends. Thank you you so much. Um, I think this is a great conversation to be having, um, and I'm glad it's being discussed. Drive safely. Thank you very much. Text us when you get there. We love you. Love you. Bye. Tyler's going to go be a teacher. OMG. Love him. Um, I guess to finish up, we don't have a lot more to yeah. talk about. Um, we picked these three shows for a reason, um, because they all have to do with race, mm-hmm. um, identity, I'd say, as well. Yeah, not just tension. Not just tension. Um, and just, I think they're, all three of these stories are ones that should be told. I agree. Um, by the appropriate people. By the appropriate people. Um, but yeah. Any final thoughts? Um, just that, like, it's fascinating to me that, like, these were all written in very different times. Like, we have piano lesson coming first then once on this island in like the 90s and early 2000s and then we have disgrace coming in in like the 2010s and the fact that we're still reflecting on a lot of the same themes and stuff like that's fascinating to me that like yeah like we're there's still these issues there's still these questions there's still all of this happening um it's still like a continuous conversation we have to have yeah um adapted because a little things change um and some things don't change right when it comes to these conversations um but i think for theater there's always going to be a place to tell these stories. Oh, I agree. Um, and as future educators, we can share these stories if we have the cast yeah. um, for it to share these stories. Also, and- like, let's be real. I'm not going to go and direct Once on This Island. I'm this little white girl with no <laughs> knowledge of what it's like to be oppressed as a person of color. Yeah. I also have, like no idea about living in the Caribbean I don't know I don't know I don't know anything about that life I also am not going to go direct piano lesson (laughs) it's a cast full of people of color about stories that I am the antagonist in and so like I don't know about that life I think that actually is like you don't really you always say don't pick a show you don't have the cast for and also it's I guess it's kind of like don't I'm not saying don't do a show if you don't know how to direct it because you're not the person that could understand it the most. Um, but, like, if you wanted to, I could come in and help you. You know, like, yeah, you with pick like a, a rest, Right, a you have someone like who... Right, stuff. so that you're not being offensive and you're not... Yeah. Telling the wrong story, I guess. Um, don't do it if you don't. <laughs> you can't do it, though. Um, but, yeah, I think that... We will continue to tell the stories that need to be told and give our students understanding about just life and people and identity and I just want the world to be a better place and I think theater is a wonderful outlet for that to happen. Yeah. 
And we have shows with beautiful themes that get people thinking and talking. True that. Well, that was our show. We hope you liked it. Um, Our special guest, Ty, was great coming in and helping us out. Also, my cat, Pluto, who definitely made an appearance. Um, Now she's up here getting some loves. Um, Well, this was great, and I'm proud of us. And, like, go theater. Go theater. Woo! Hashtag the bull type. Hashtag the bull type. (laughs)